This is TNT Sports Podcast. QT Ski, LK. Let's go. TNT, we back. Logging in and see that. Wins and losses, crazy crosses. Holding one, talking golf and rolling one. Got me coughing every weekend, so it's often. And I'm dropping every week. Name the topic we can speak. From the Rockets to the Heat. Well, the Rockets to the net. Slick, weird, big beard. On my James Harden flex. No one came as hard as this. Watch me Shannon sharpen it. I depart like marking this. TNT, that's a T with a hyphen. ENT, if you type and seeing me, that's a likeness. Next to the max is like I'm Stephen A. Tag me in your subject. TikTok, Facebook, Gram, or Twitter page. Tell me who you loving. Big discussions for you, sport or holidays. Jackie Moon Tropics. What they like? Oakland straight 30 by Tommy Brady pockets. Who had grunk up in the party? Toss Lombardi, get it started. Mardi Gras Mike can't be guarded. My new spicy like New Orleans. Weather local, national, foreign. We get it. Working overtime, cafe, do mine with the coverage. I'm on you at no the line. No one came as hard as this. Watch me Shannon sharpen it. Okay. I depart like marking this. TNT, we back. Logging in and see that. Wins and losses, crazy crosses. Holding one, talking golf and rolling one. Got me coughing every weekend, so it's often. And I'm dropping every week. Name the topic we just Hey, y'all, what's going on? This TNT Sports Podcast, episode number 122, man. I got one of my good friends back again, Tamir. This part two, man. Tamir, what's going on with you? Not much. Just living, trying to live. <laughs> now, they didn't tune in last time. Tell them a little bit about yourself. Oh, well, um, I'm Tamara, and I am a mom. Um, I am a wife, and... Um, I do have a career um, in IT, in the IT field, but in my past time, I have been trying to drop little knowledge gem um, for, you know, the younger generation, people in our generation, and, you know, that's all I've been So, just really been focused on family and working and dropping gems when I can. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, see, we, we talked a lot of stuff last time, man. But anyway, T, you like one of my coolest friends that I've known for a long time, if you don't know, man. I, we go way back. Uh, we talked about last, we talked about a lot last time. We went on relationships. This is a sports podcast, but, you know, it's relationships and sports. You know that. But uh, how you want to start it today? Oh. <laughs> I'm putting it on you. I'm, I'm putting it on you. You look, you the... You got, this, you got that seniority in the relationship. Oh, my gosh. No, so, I mean, lately, like, I feel like the theme um, has been, and I kind of what I've been touching on, I guess we could probably start here. Um, and I guess we can talk about topics of how women dress, um, especially, like, your relationships. You're married, so you can probably kind of attest from, like, a male perspective. Um, so since you put the topic on me, I'm going to ask you the first question, right? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so do you ever feel uncomfortable in some of the items that your wife wears? Or do you ever give her feedback about what she wears? Or you just kind of let her do her thing? I let her do her thing, man. Um, I, I don't really trip, man. I give her feedback like she look good and stuff like that. I compliment her a lot, but... It ain't nothing crazy, man. I'm not insecure. You know, I, I know at the end of the day, she coming home with me. So, uh, but I mean, I was always taught, like, I think I said this last time, my uncle always taught me, all the men in my family taught me, if nobody looking at your woman, what you doing? You know what I'm saying? So, I, 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 think, it as a, I think it as a compliment. So, honestly, I don't, I don't be tripping like that. Okay. So, I mean, I, 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 I
Touche. So, and that's fair. And I feel like that's how my husband is for the most part. Like, he pretty much gives me free range. But in the same token, you kind of, you were very selective in the type of woman you, you know, decide to marry. Like, you know, and I only asked that because I figured you weren't going to have a problem with it because she she's going to dress the same way, you know, when y'all, before y'all were married. You know, I don't think there's been much change in that regard. Nah. But have <clears throat> or open, you know, in dress, whether they're in a relationship or not. Um, so I just, you know, sometimes men, you know, get uncomfortable, you know, with certain dress or certain attire. But if that's typically how she was dressing when you met her. It ain't going to change. Yeah, it ain't going to really change unless she decides, you know, she wants to change that. <clears throat> So I just thought that was an interesting topic. Um, and I say from a woman's perspective, um, I'm very mindful about what I put on. I will say that. Uh, I like to be cute and I like to wear, you know, form-fitting things, but I just feel like some things should be left to the imagination. And a lot of times women don't do that. Like, it's too easy to come on social media and see, Lord, forget the ass and titties. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of access. No, man, even... They got so much access now, man. They can hit one button. It's porn. Like, God. So. They just make it too accessible. And then, you know, you got women that present themselves in this manner. But then they want men. They want good men. And they want, you know, traditional men. Well, traditional women don't move like that. You know, I can be, you know, sexy and not show off everything I have to offer. You know what I'm saying? So, and then on top of that. I see, I just think too far ahead. I don't like conflict. I don't like confrontation. I don't like putting, you know, myself or my husband in a situation where a confrontation could happen. Because if you're wearing items that are too revealing, you know, women are all about protecting themselves. But a lot of times I feel like you kind of make yourself a little vulnerable by the way you dress. You know, whether you, you know you mean for that type of attention or not, you know, certain attire is going to, you know, garner certain attention. So I'm not going to wear something that, one, that... Is causing unnecessary attention in my opinion and then you don't want you know a guy to act up yes you have no control, control over how people act but i don't want to be put in a situation where my husband now feels like he has to step in because somebody can't handle themselves so i just i just think like that so how to protect myself and to protect him and to avoid issues i am very mindful about what i put up these guys protect them, man. These dudes, they blunt, man. Like they, they'll go smack your girl in the butt. <laughs> like just, you attract that though, but. Yep, they'll just wait for the opportunity. The moment that you walk off, or the moment they can get her alone, they're gonna say something, you know, or they're gonna stare, they're gonna look, and you know, and that's not a problem. Looking and staring, you're gonna do what you do, but when you're trying to like approach her and doing too much, you know. So I do think attire. Um, and how you present yourself matters. Um, and especially matters the type of attention you're going to get. Yeah, I just, the, type of, the type of men you'll get on top of that. I just see some situations. Uh, I see some crazy situations where, you know, a girl dressing sexy in their eyes. But I seen a dude told, he told one guy, man, you can't fuck your girl better than me. I like, dang. Like, that's that's straight up fight right there. I'm like, man. She just sitting there, man. Like, man, you might want to reconsider that. Like, you might want to. Correct. Trifling. Trifling. I just. I don't know. I just. There should be some type of class. If you know, if you're a woman that wants a good man and is looking for a particular type of man, you kind of gotta dress to meet that type of man. You know, I can't. You can't be walking out here. I'll never forget. This was so crazy to me. There was this, I'm very observant. And I, women are so funny online, you know, and I noticed a lot of behaviors online. Um, and one girl, she's definitely an influencer, but she's influencer because she shows off her body all the time. All she does is do dances and stuff like that. And she went live one time. And I guess she was kind of getting agitated because all the guys that were, most of her fans were guys. And she was getting agitated because nobody was like really into her mind and asking her, you know, I guess having intellectual conversations. But sis, all you do is show off your body. You're not talking. You're not showing off the intellectual side of you. So 
what makes you think you're going to get those type of men or you're going to get that type of attention um so i just think you know sometimes women are kind of delusional that you don't want a man to objectify you but you objectify yourself yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i always know what to say all that man i mean it's, it's a lot of you know the sexy reds and suki hannas and you know that that type um, of music taking over the world now man there ain't no no genuine music right now nope no nope. you know it's so funny you brought that up because me and my friends were talking and i had made a post recently about you know gorilla saying that toxic crap you know talking about being you know toxic in your 20s and stuff like that and you know i even feel like music has changed because you remember how like okay so you know back in the day we used to sing some songs right they would be nasty but we don't know they nasty because they speaking in code yeah, like what's yeah. happening to speaking in code, you know, yeah. it takes a mature mind to kind of, you know, understand what they're actually saying. You got rappers like Sexy Red, oh my gosh, like it, it ain't even nothing. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a hood rat, I'm a hood, I'm like the crap is this? I feel like the old people from back in the day, like our parents, man, they like, I don't know what y'all listen to. I feel like that, I feel like that guy now. Like, what is this, man? Like, <laughs> it's terrible it is terrible and so then you got so to go back to what she was saying you know gorilla was like you know be toxic in your 20s no don't be toxic in your 20s i mean you can have fun and not be toxic you can enjoy life and make smart decisions um acting toxic in your 20s carries on you know into all of your other decisions and moves you make in life some of them can be detrimental detrimental and some of them it's it's baggage so to sit here and tell people to move like this no that's the situation we in right now too many people in in a toxic manner you can have six kids in your 20s that travel with you to your 30s and 40s yes yes and then how are you how are you you barely well into your 20s. Like, she's in her early 20s, and you giving life advice? You ain't even been life in long enough. <laughs> you ain't been through nothing yet. <laughs> you ain't been through nothing yet. So, nothing? Oh. Nothing. Toxic. I just can't, I can't get behind people giving, you know, people bad advice. I just can't. When you have individuals moving like that and then you can only say that because of the lifestyle you living in i'm sorry celebrity lifestyle is toxic at times i mean a lot of the relationships are toxic um you ain't gonna have no solid foundation usually i mean and people are so stuck on they think money buys happiness but does it because not even celebrities can find happiness in most cases um and it definitely gonna keep a partner money ain't so <laughs> yeah, I, like, I would like to find out though Yes. <laughs> now, now, in in that situation though, like if I when I blow up or you know sign a major deal or whatever like that, you will want to have somebody that that grew with you, so you know they with yeah. you for the right reason. So, um, like yeah. like LeBron and Savannah, like we talked about them last time. Like Savannah been there since the beginning. Now she uh-huh. reaping the award rewards and everything. Gave him his three kids, like you said, as a precious gift uh, yeah. for for a man um, and for even for a woman to be able to give that to her man. So. Uh, I think having somebody on the ground with you, on the come up with you, is more special than getting somebody after you make it in anything, honestly. Because you know they're going to be there, you know, they were with you at your lows, and that's the problem. Like, a lot of people want somebody that's already built, and that's great. But you do realize, you know, women don't realize they sometimes make relationships appear transactional. Um, You put too much emphasis on finances at times. Um, and what about that person? You know what I'm saying? So you want this man to give his all and trust you with his all when it just seems like you're only in here for a conditional benefit as long as, you know, the money good and he can give you the lifestyle that you want, you know, you don't even take into consideration what he needs and what he wants. As long as he can give you what you need, you're going to stick around. Um, you know, and I just think people don't have a realistic they don't have a realistic idea about what it takes to be in a relationship. Um, yes, you know, finances and stuff come into play, but somebody that has good character is typically going to figure things out, you know, regardless. And eventually, like you said, you could reach that aspect where you have money, but, <laughs> but nobody wants to do the building. Nobody wants to do the building. They want to walk in with the building already built and they can come in and just 
capitalize off the fruits of your labor, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Uh, that's sad. I think that's sad. Um, and that we have looked, we have turned men into like workhorses and, you know, everybody wants a man as a provider, a provider, a provider, but, you know, you don't have women acting like wives to be provided for. You don't, we don't, a lot of us don't move like that. I hate stepping like that, but we don't. You can't expect provider, you know, capabilities and benefits if you're not acting like a wife. Yeah, and I think another thing too, before you even get married, a lot of women treat guys like husbands already, so they don't know yeah. what they don't know what to what to expect. You know, well, they go, they want that same treatment as a husband, but they're not a husband yet, and vice versa. The guys do it as well, so mm-hmm. that can mess up a lot too. Like you got to keep everything in their place. Yeah, like you put too many expectations on the dating stage. Like um, you know, women want men to prove that they can provide during the dating stage but I mean how is that fair if you're not willing to prove that your wife's material like I just a man is not supposed to be paying your bills he technically shouldn't be having he's not required to give you money Um, anything that he does in the dating stage is on him to do and for him you know he has to decide to do those things but to have these expectations is crazy to me like you can't go in that a man is just supposed to pay your bills and provide for you when that's that's not how it works you have to prove that like you know a lot of times women look at um you know they come from a two-parent household and they've seen their mom and their dad together for years you know of course that's typically the type of relationship that they want and so they look for a man that acts, acts like their dad but you don't take into consideration what your mom had to do to even get your dad right he just didn't just pick some random female um to be his wife no your mom had to show that she was deserving and that she was worth marrying right and i just feel like women bop like how you miss that step like yeah you're looking at how great your daddy is but look at your mom because she clearly got the man so what that's what you need to correlate she had to put in work to even get that far um to show you know that she was wife material bottom line but no woman the women these days don't want to show that they're wife material (laughs) Yeah, man, and a lot of stuff different now too, man. Because a lot of I, I may be wrong, don't take it for granted or whatever. But you know, a lot of guys don't approach no more. You know, a lot a lot of women approach now, or you know, they it's weird how they do it now. Like they may still do childish things, like girl, go go get him or get him over here or something. Like you know, I'm say back in my day, I'm I'm still young, but you know. <laughs> I was I, I was send a girl a drink at the bar or you know I approach different things man like I was raised right. by like OGs like I said last time man the OGs taught me how to you know be who I am as a man as well as a husband as well so a lot of that stuff is not that no more everything is based on social media now yep yep like it's I just really feel like social media made it hard social media made dating hard um I think you know men I almost feel like it might be a a double-edged sword at times because yeah men are not approaching women but then at the same time are women making it easy to be approached that's true <laughs> that's true because go back to one of my other posts you know you got women that got a problem with uh men asking you to smile okay can hold on can we talk about this for a moment I go for it oh my gosh I just I when I found when I heard women talk about that, when women talk about you know when a man approaches you and asks you to ask you to smile, I never took that as a negative thing. I never saw the downside of that. So I had one girl comment on my post about that, and she was like, she compared. This was mind blowing to me. She compared a man asking her to smile to being oppressed. Man, she tripping. <laughs> you smiling is supposed to be a positive thing. Like, why? How are you relating that to oppression? And she was going on a, on a tangent. Well, I shouldn't have to prove that I have joy in my heart to anybody. Okay, well then, do you really have joy in your heart? Because if you had joy in your heart naturally, it would just come out naturally, and it wouldn't be something you have to dictate. You know, or when you, I, I just. It didn't make no sense to me. And so I'm just like, it's not even a controlling thing. It's just sometimes, like I said, you know, I think it as a compliment. Maybe, you know, 
sometimes you can look at people and you see it on their face that they, they're thinking about something, they got something on their mind. And somebody asks you to smile, like, don't forget to smile. Like, you know, it's kind of like snaps you back into reality. Like, why is that a bad thing? I never understood why that was a bad thing. Man, anybody want to talk to no mean looking woman? <laughs> Man, what? And why is that looked at as a negative thing? Like a man can't even ask you to smile and that's considered controlling. Like that's I just have learned the lines so much to like basic, you know I don't even know how how to how to explain it, but I feel like that's just basic human interaction. You know, like smiling and having just a general conversation even if a man tries to approach you um or even if he you know tries to get your number is it really that much you know that hard to say no like you don't i mean it shouldn't be a whole thing and you know that's why a lot of women say that they don't like it but then let a man not approach you at all then what because then you're gonna feel then you're gonna really feel some type of way he ain't shit he ain't nothing these men ain't nothing <laughs> ain't no good men in the world they trash like it <laughs> now, but some of these men be y'all be cutting up too now, Terrence. Some of these men be cutting up, and uh, uh, yeah, huh? I ain't gonna go ahead. <laughs> I don't hate <laughs> We like this. I get. It. Go ahead. I'm part of a lot of uh, I'm part of a lot of men men's groups. Now I tend to uh, well, I'm part of a couple of them, and I you know I, I let them do their thing. I think they they. Some of my friends have invited me into these groups and they do be getting disrespectful, but I kind of stay in my lane. Like, you know, it's mostly men. Y'all talk how y'all going to talk. And some of their points be valid, but sometimes I can honestly see what women be talking about. Like, you know, but those are the type of men that you have to kind of learn to stay away from. Um, But I just think, you know, when you talk about women problems, it's always about black women, black women, black women. But it's not necessarily just a black woman thing. Like, if you're a black man and all you've ever dated was black women, of course, you know, that's the only thing that you can assess based on that. Um, But, you know, you have other um, races that are experiencing some of the same things. I think it's a man and woman thing, not necessarily a race thing. Um, And I just think people need to take, men need to take that into consideration. Yeah, it's not just black women that are caught up in these modern this modern way of thinking um, at times. But, I don't know. I just, I feel like men can be just as emotional as women at times. I have seen men get very emotional. (laughs) Or triggered, should I say. Um, And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it definitely shows that, you know, men have triggers. You know, there are certain things that, yeah, that impact y'all. We can say one thing and you go off on a tangent. I've just learned that from my post. Um, and, you know, I think they almost kind of went on a aspect of they thought I was, you know, downplaying women. Like, well, no, I'm not going to, I'm going to call women out, but I'm not going to sit here and let you disrespect them either. You know, you're not going to talk crazy or talk sideways about them either or couple all black women in this bucket when we're all not the same. Um, and the same thing we try to say about, you know, uh, black men, you know, all of them are not the same. Um, so you can't, it goes both ways. And I feel like, you know, men and women are doing the same things to a certain degree um, to each other when it comes to bad mouthing and the disrespect and not knowing how to communicate and not knowing how to get along. Like, I just, I don't understand why it's this difficult when we were, we were made for each other. I, mean, I, think- I don't why this was this difficult and we're made for one another. <laughs> I mean, I think it's, uh, it's just, Media, honestly, man, because you look at Love and Hip Hop Miami, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, like it's always drama. So it's like, like women fighting over men, you know, men fighting. Over, it's it's media, man. I think it's the media, man. So we got to learn to think for ourselves, man. It's stay in the church, honestly, man. Stay in the Bible, man. Stay getting therapy, all that good stuff, man. I think all this stuff play a major part in a successful relationship. Or just even when you even when you get to know somebody, just about communication. That's a major thing, like we talked about last time, man. That's the biggest one of the biggest things you can have in a relationship is communication. Yep. Yep. Biggest. Like I think people don't know how to uh, especially like hard times. Oh my gosh. Like when you're upset, you know, you should be able to communicate. And 
I know people are probably, you know, you heard the the saying, never go to sleep um, mm-hmm. angry. Yeah. You know, very, that's the advice I give you. I'm going to be honest. I don't agree with that. I Come don't on, T. <laughs> Hold on. Hear me out. Because sometimes, and depending on, you know, how bad the situation is or how upset you both are, if you're in the heat of the moment, y'all are not going to be able to clearly hear or clearly think, you know, about what you're going to say. And sometimes you need a good night. You need a good night's rest, you know, to really calm yourself down, wake up, have a clear head and talk about it the next morning or talk about it a day or two later. But it needs to be talked about. But I'm not if I don't even want to if I'm upset with you I only want to look at you right now so how am I going to have a conversation with you, a conversation with you right now um, but I do think yeah a clear head sometimes it takes you go to your corner I'm going to go to my corner we're going to get a good night good night's rest we're going to wake up in the morning and we'll talk about it see I bet That's you I bet you, be, I bet you mean as hell <laughs> <laughs> I bet you mean as hell you sound you sound like my wife nah she she go right to sleep when our emotions are sky high we're not going to have a healthy dialogue i can tell you that because you could be saying one thing and you don't mean it in a, in a way but we're not hearing it the way you're trying to communicate because we're in our feelings it's hard one thing you should have learned by now it's hard to talk to women when we are in our feelings you cannot Ooh, effectively communicate with the, when we are in our feelings bottom y'all, line y'all tough yeah <laughs> I'm like, what did it, I'm like, what did I get myself into? Man. Y'all I'm telling you, Ida, you need that space. And yes, if you know, me and my husband have had to go to bed numerous times, upset with each other. Um, we'll probably go a couple days sometimes until we are able to, you know, communicate. We have found ways to do that. Um, but we are going to talk about it. You know, we're not going to just act like the situation didn't happen. We're going to address it. But yeah, sometimes it takes that moment. Um, and to have this expectation, like we got in an argument and we got to fix it right, 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 right now. So that's not always feasible. It's not always feasible and it's not always realistic. It isn't. And to put that kind of pressure on a person to make them get into a, a, a headspace to talk to you, I don't mm-hmm. think that's fair. Sometimes mm-hmm. they need you know, that night's rest or sometimes they need a day or two to register, you know, what they want to do. But to require somebody because we married and we arguing, we got to talk about this right now. No, the hell we don't. We ain't got to talk about it. Right. We married, which means I'm going to see your ass tomorrow and we're going to talk about it tomorrow. Okay. Man, T, you sounded old. Nah, he said night's rest. What? <laughs> night's rest. What? <laughs> nah, I mean, that's, that's right. I mean, that's cool though, man. Yep. Okay, you, but you do what's best for you, but I just learned with, you know, women and just, you, see, you and your wife are still getting, getting in there good. You get life a little more, and you're going to see what I'm talking about, because the longer you are with the person, the more you're going to get up under each other's skin, you know, you're going to know her like, you're going to know her like the back of your hand, and just like, you know, she's going to know you like the back of the hand. She's going to know your triggers, you're going to know her triggers. Um, you might do some things. You probably ain't even done anything yet to even trigger one of her triggers yet. You know, you just never know what's going to happen. Oh, I have. <laughs> Trust me. I didn't know who they were. Jeez. That mom straight snapped on me. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> now she straight snapped on you. You know, she she, <laughs> all, she all the way in New Orleans. She, she done been through Katrina and everything. I mean... Like, that is realistic. Y'all are going to get on each other's nerves. There's going to be moments where, yeah, I can't stand inside of you right now. <laughs> Man, uh... And that's normal. And that's normal. But, yeah, communication is big. I, You know, and there's no wrong way to communicate as long as y'all are communicating. You know, y'all are both able to listen to each other and understand. I don't care if you have to text, call an email to get your feelings out, write a letter. There is no wrong way to communicate. Just communicate, you know, make sure that person understands, you know, how you're feeling. Gotcha. Now, let me ask you uh, this. Let me ask you this, T. Right quick. 
When, when do you think is the right time for a, a guy to propose to his wife? Because you see the TV shows now, nah, man. They these women like you got three hundred sixty five days till you. I need a ring. I'm like God, dog. Like this is a new thing or something. Like, well, what is this? It depends. The women that are saying that, how old are they? Man, it's TV, man. It's, it's, well, I only, say, <laughs> I only say that because the women that say that are typically thirty years and up. I, that sounds about right. About thirty something from all. Uh, oh, they're running out of time, so they don't want to waste no more time. You know, they want to, and most of them probably want to have kids. So I want a man where I can get married and I can have my babies. Now, if you find a woman like in her twenties, she ain't putting that kind of pressure on you. Typically. She ain't putting that kind of pressure. Hell, I wasn't thinking about marriage. I mean, I wanted to get married, but hell, I I was dating. You know, I wasn't really putting pressure. You know, when Jay proposed to me, I didn't put pressure on him to marry me. I didn't, I, I don't even recall asking him if we were going to get married. I didn't even know he was going to do that. <laughs> so You shouldn't have to. You know, and it took him two and a, about two years. It took two years before he decided to propose to me. So... I do think I do think uh, anything under a year might be a little early, but sometimes that works. I, I can't say that's wrong because sometimes right. we know, you know. Um, but I don't think that happens often. That's what I need people to realize. Yeah, it happens, but I don't think it happens often. And I think you know you got to take into consideration: is it going to last when you marry somebody that quickly? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even two and a half, two two and a half, about two years in, you know. I knew my husband, but I didn't know him a hundred percent. But I knew him enough to like, yeah, I'll marry him. I, you know, that's my husband. Um, but I don't think. Uh, I think over a year. I think you should at least be with somebody for a year. <laughs> hey, it been some people been together for ten years, still ain't seen no ring, man. Y'all be wild. I like. Well, some people are like that. Now, if you have, I ain't gonna knock it. If you got two consenting adults that don't want to get married, like if you got two people that are on the same page and have no interest in getting married and they've been together for 10 years plus, do your thing. But mm. if you got one person that has always wanted to get married and then you got another person. That's what I'm talking about. That, yeah. Like, okay, now all fairness, the only person you really can get mad at is a person that really want to get married because you settled. <laughs> we got to talk about seven. got to talk about that. Because you wasted your time. You wasted your time. You can't, can't get it back. No. It, the people will stick around because of love. And I hate to tell people that is not a reason to stick around. That is not a reason to stick around. What love got to do with it. That are not good for us. That does not mean you're supposed to keep sticking around or keep doing it. I just... Like, I knew, I guess... <laughs> you had the heavy, bro. so differently when I was dating in my 20s I'll never forget Terrence like I was so I was such a logical thinker I mean I'm a female I'm very emotional but I would recognize very very quickly when a man was not somebody I could see you know long term or we weren't gonna be in a committed relationship you know before I was married I just and I always put in my mind like okay this is what it is you know my feelings are not gonna go you know past this point because I know what it is or whatever um, but you know, women will get involved with these men. They get so attached. They don't know how to let go of these toxic men, and then they waste all this time because a man hasn't changed in years, in years. Well, how much time did you need to realize he wasn't gonna change? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I, I'm, I'm stuck in my, I'm stuck in my mindset now. Like I ain't changed no. <laughs> I am who I am. Yeah. I mean, I just don't understand how that, you know, how that happens. How you stick around and then get mad at the other person because you stuck around. That's all of your feelings, you know. You have to learn sometimes to tell your heart. I always say this. In toxic situations, you know, especially where love is involved, you got to learn to tell your heart to shut the hell up sometimes. And go with logic. And women don't know how to go with logic. We, We are emotional thinkers. Most of the time, and a lot of women have not mastered the ability to see above their emotions and think logically about things. Just because you feel a certain way, does that mean that's the right way? You know, sometimes you got to look at the bigger picture, and that's why I appreciate men 
men think like that. Y'all are naturally logical thinkers. Y'all typically think with your head first, and you typically have to learn how to tap into your emotions most times. Um, but that's why I feel like me and my husband balance each other out, where I'm more of an emotional thinker, he's more of a logical thinker. So if I talk to him or I present something to him, uh, <clears throat> he'll give me his feedback from a logical standpoint. Or sometimes I'll present ideas to him, but I'm from an emotional standpoint, but it was, it was relevant, you know, for the situation at hand. So we do seek each other you know for that regard i'm also you know i feel like as a woman i have mastered mastered the ability to think more logically um than most women i see things a little different than most women is what i'm learning <laughs> so, i don't know i don't know i just we just think differently we think differently we act differently but we we need each other we balance each other out there you go now See, man, TB doing her thing on TikTok, man. So, if you, like I said, she was on, we had part one already. We talked about a lot more stuff last time. So, we're just going on to the next chapter, man. And I feel like this type of talk is definitely beneficial since we are a younger, younger crew, man. And because uh, people, it's peers that need to hear this type of thing, man. Um, but uh, let's talk about settling. How you feel about that, man? Because some people are settled thinking, like, oh, this is all I can get. Like, they'll just settle for the worst. And they could be well, great. You're, you're gonna settle regardless. Yeah, but the worth, and, no, your worth part though. <laughs> I know my worth. And that, <laughs> but and that, like when I say settle, when I say settle, meaning we all are flawed, right? By human nature, we are flawed, which means we're not perfect, right? So your person that you're gonna find is going to be imperfect. Mm -hmm. So. We're going to settle. You know, I think everybody has to come. You expect this perfect person to come into your life and you're not even perfect. You got issues. Um, so I think the term settling, it shouldn't even be. Uh, when I think of settling, I'm just thinking like uh, when I think of settling, I think of like, you know, you're trying to put your dating shoes up and, you know, you just want to settle down. <laughs> you know, you want to sit down somewhere and find your partner. I think. You know, in that regard, that's how settling should be looked at. It shouldn't be looked at whether that person is good enough for you. It should be, are y'all good enough for each other? I think, well, let's say a, a guy beating on a girl, beating on a woman or whatever, and they go uh -huh. settle just because they don't want to leave that person or they feel like that's all they can get or whatever like that because they got kids with them or whatever. So they just, uh -huh. I, I look at some settling like that. I look at it like it's a good settle uh -huh. and a bad, a good settle and a bad settle. Like, uh -huh. I settle on these Jordans because I like them. I'm cool with that. Uh, that or whatever. But uh -huh. if a person, a woman getting beat or whatever, she she stay with him no matter what. Because it's like, her, she insecure. She feel like that's all she can get. He put all this stuff on her head, but nobody going to want your ass. That type of thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That is settling, but then that's also... Ugh, that gets into, like, mental mental stuff. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why somebody that's doing you like that like that yeah that to me that's still a you thing because yeah. why are you allowing somebody to treat you like that why are you sticking around with somebody that's putting their hands on you or treating you disrespectful because that to me tells me how you feel about yourself mm -hmm. ain't no way you can love yourself if you allow somebody else to ain't no way they might punch you like Roy Jones god <laughs> punch <laughs> a pound stump and I do think, yeah, some women, yeah, that's a, that's a good way to put it. That is a form of settling, and that's almost like settling out of convenience or fear, um, comfortability. Um, yeah, women tend to do that. You you do have women that tend to do that, and that's hard. Men do it too. Um, it's some men that do it too. Like it's some men that. Oh, that is so true, and I didn't realize how many men did that until I started making my posts on TikTok. Um, you got men that have been in, you know, abusive and toxic relationships where they are the victims and they be, they are like in these relationships for years, for years. Um, and so I even like with my post, it brings to light that, you know, a lot of times men are putting up with a lot of things that I'm talking about. It's not just women. Um, and that's one thing I learned, um was who not to date or who not to take seriously. Like I was able to recognize certain um 
red flags or if there was just certain things like, you know, the way you're moving or the way you act, uh, uh, you know, we can have a good time, but it ain't going to be nothing past that. Um, so women don't know how to do that. I feel like sometimes women, whenever they date, they think that person's going to be the one. And that's, (laughs) no, it may feel like it, but no, it's not. Give them time. Give a little time. Yep. It's a different time and you got to recognize, you know, when to walk away. And it's not the end of the world when you decide to walk away. Like there's too many people in the world for you to be sitting here settling with this toxic mess. Like. You really feel like you can't do better. You really feel like you can't do better. You never know. <laughs> like right there across the corner, somebody right there for you. Like you blocking your blessings. Yes, and women have to. Uh, women have to realize that. And I think, yeah, there's a difference between bad settling and there's good settling. And I just don't think in the good version, settling is just being realistic like if you're tired you know the single life and you want to go out you know you want somebody um long term then yes you need to settle down meaning okay take dating seriously and find your person right but you're going to settle as far as the person you pick because we are flawed by design we are flawed we have human nature you know we're going to you're not going to find this perfect person that's going to make you happy all the time and like Michelle uh, Obama said, I don't know where y'all thought in a relationship that you're supposed to be happy all, all the time because you're not. You're not even happy by yourself all the time. So to have that unrealistic thought in a relationship, it is not that person's job to make you happy all the time. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people just focus on social media, like the celebrities, the athletes. They got the wives mm-hmm. and stuff. They always smile and the glitz and the gun. But you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. You don't know. They probably just had an argument before they posted that doggo picture you just saw. Like you just so they probably just said they probably just said I hate you and then start smiling for the camera. Like you never know, man. So that's why I tell people have your own relationship goals. Don't sit there and be like relationship goals. Have your own. Like I got my own. Yeah. So. Yes, you can't compare it, and that's why I was like, I hate when people uh, compare relationships or they hype up these relationships because you just never know. Now I do have certain relationships that I admire. Yeah, my um, Yeah, but I'm not. They're not relationship goals because we are two different individuals and we have certain things in our relationship that work differently. It's a different dynamic. You know, not every marriage or every relationship is the same. Um, But just because you do things one way and I do things another way does not make my way wrong or your way wrong. It's what works best for our respective relationships. Um, There's no one size fits all in a relationship and we're learning that <laughs> you know there's just so many different dynamics you know that people are throwing out these days and you just gotta respect what makes people happy and all yeah and you can attest to this being married uh, you will always learn like you will always learn about a person uh, even when you 50 been 50 years married or whatever the older you get you still gonna continuously learn somebody so that's never gonna mm-hmm. stop you go no, you gonna find something that, that I ain't know that <laughs> and a lot of times it's because you haven't encountered a situation yet. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes uh, certain situations bring that out. Um, but you just never know. Like you're going to see all facets of a person, you know, the longer you, you're with them and when you go through certain situations. Like, you know, Jay and I, when we started having kids, that throws a different dynamic. And then, you know, when you bring kids into that situation, you don't realize how much that does change your relationship. There's an adjustment period um, for that. So there's just going to be certain factors that could come into play um, that will test both of you. And then you're going to see sides of each other that you've probably never seen before. And kids will definitely bring that out. Um, <laughs> but... I'm just saying, just just different life experiences will show you different sides of people. I have, I will say, since you know, and I have been together, you know, we've gone through different life experiences together. Um, you know, even health stuff has come up, you know, and just certain anxiety, and you know, you know, things have come up in our relationship, and just seeing these changes, you know, you have to go with the flow. Like the person that you, the person that he married, you know, seven years ago is not the same person today. Um, I've evolved, you know, I still the core me, but I'm, I'm different, you know, life be life and life 
has molded to what I am today. So, <laughs> and I do appreciate he gives me the freedom. And let's talk about this because with you being married and you get some time under your belt, but your wife is still going to evolve, right? And you know, sometimes you find in relationships as people evolve and change, certain partners, you know, can't handle that or they're used to the oh you or how things were you know I mean how do you feel about adjusting and you know evolving with this with this woman <laughs> I mean it is what it is I mean I adjusted all my life so I mean like you just in the clothes growing up you get bigger like yeah. I mean you just gotta take what it is go to another grade the classes get harder I mean, yeah. you, just, you adjust throughout life, so it's just part of the, you know, process. People can't handle that, though. Because if it was that easy, I feel like people would, you know, stay in relationships. Um, people, people just sorry now, though. Like, people ain't like, willing to put the work in, but want the rewards. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. You hear that a lot. You hear that a lot. And that's why I'm like, people make relationships sound so transactional. Like, yeah. you know, it's almost the the core of what a relationship should be and what sh- what the foundation should be um almost like you i always say you got to be friends first like you got to like the person that you with you got to enjoy their company and like me and my husband just came from chicago this past weekend and i think one of my favorite aspects about our relationship is oh my gosh terrence we kick it like homies yeah <laughs> I remember you told me that. I think. <laughs> like, we be for real parlaying. Like, we got a whole stand. You know, we do our thing. Yeah. You know, we ha- we were able to have conversations. Um, we talk about it. Like, I can ask him, like, anything. Like, you know, and he'll answer me. We'll have dialogue. Um, but we, we legit enjoy. I'll I tell you, like, I put it like this. I feel like um, one thing I've noticed over the years, my husband has always been like this, even before we were actually married. And I had to kind of change my mindset about this. But when we were dating, and anytime my husband went out somewhere, he used to always want me to go, right? And I'm like, I don't feel like I don't. You know, I'm the one until at home. I'm um, saying, wait. She wants to the house. I care about no how you better get in that car and ride. You talking about <laughs> y'all, y'all got a handshake? No, we ain't no we that cool. Yeah. We, we ain't got that. See, we got a we got a handshake. Y'all do? Yeah, we got a handshake. I mean, okay, well I got a handshake, but it ain't appropriate to say. <laughs> Next top we better wrap it up. <laughs> we better wrap it up, man. Look, 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 look. Yeah, we got a handshake. Who made it up? You gonna eat it? Me. Okay, so how did you even get her on board to do this damn handshake? I don't know. I just be doing weird stuff. She's looking. <laughs> she's looking at me crazy. So I just. I don't know, man. Like, I just like having fun. She just. Yeah. She just get it. That's what it's about. You're supposed yeah. to enjoy your partner. You're supposed to have fun. Like, it's not supposed to be like this. Blah. I mean, really. The work, but I mean, it's a it's it's work, but it should be fun work. Like you know, if you actually like the person you with, it's really not that hard. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's true. What's hard is the situations that y'all co- you know come up against. But the last thing that should be hard is 
you being around your partner. That should not be hard. The peace between you and your partner should not be hard. The communication between you two should not be hard. Like, those things should not be hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And the thing is, like, you know, the stuff that is hard, you know, that just prepare y'all, keep y'all stronger, you know? So, uh-huh. you got to uh-huh. look at it like that, too. If it was easy, yeah. it, if it was easy everybody be doing it. Yeah. So. Exactly. And this is how you know relationships ain't easy because then you got people that can't you can't stay in them. Um, Man, I can't stay yeah. in everything. No, <laughs> they only want to go home. Like I want to stay. I'm gonna stay out. I don't want to go home. I'm like you scared you go home where they pay bills and you tripping. <laughs> Give me the gift. Being that miserable in a relationship where you can't go home, that's supposed to be your peace and your safe haven. Ain't no peace to do. <laughs> I, I know a couple people. They hate going home. I'm like, God, dog. You can't come here. <laughs> and then I'm so miserable. I would never want to be in a situation where I feel like I can't go home. And then I never wanted to create an environment where my husband felt like, like he couldn't come home. Yeah. Like, I, that's, I just, you should never be uncomfortable. I should never make you feel that uncomfortable where you feel like you can't come home. Hey, welcome to 2023. <laughs> nah, man. See, we finna wrap it up, man. Um, for this live go off, man. But I'm gonna tell you though, my sister in law enjoy what you do, man. I be sending her your stuff, man. She love what you do. <laughs> you remember I told you that? So yeah. So so everybody fool with you, man. I, so I told oh I told you, man. You need to go and push it. Our relationship trying. stuff. I'm trying. I'm trying. You might have your you might have your own talk show one day or something. You know, I really see that in the cards for me. I'm not going to lie. I really see this it's coming. Uh, and I'm trying to figure this out. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to find my... I don't know. You got a flow, Terrence. I ain't got... I feel like I ain't got a flow yet. I, I can't explain it. Like, I'm just I'm just doing. You know, I'm just doing and I'm just kind of speaking on my mind. And I, then I kind of like post up as I feel like, okay, this is a good thing to post. But... You got a flow, and I'm trying to find my thing, my flow. I mean, you got look, look what you're doing, though. I mean, the stuff you do put out, man, and you still got three kids and a husband, man, to do all that, man. You got to applaud yourself, though. Like, okay. I mean, you you doing a lot. You doing a lot, man. Like, you making time for what you like doing. So, I mean, and and yeah. you, and you helping other people do it at the same time. So, I mean, yeah. that's a that's heavy right there, though. So that's what I've always wanted to do. I, I've always wanted to help people. I've always. I run my mouth. I'm a good talker. Um, but I, I just feel like this is something that I've, I've always known I was going to do something like this. I didn't know how or, you know, yeah, how it was going to happen. But I just, I've just, I felt it. I felt it. And it actually, it's actually been pro- uh, prophesied. Yeah, because you doing your thing on TikTok. Don't be modest. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> well, y'all fuck girl at Just Live Mara. And I'll be trying to spit a little knowledge. Ain't, no, ain't, no, ain't no little knowledge. It's knowledge. Not no little knowledge. <laughs> knowledge with a capital K. Some of the knowledge, yes. And some of that knowledge is probably a little hard to swallow for some people. But, you know, I don't mean to ruffle feathers, but I'm definitely going to speak some truth. So. Tough, tough love is the best love. Get used to it. Tighten up. That's how. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, nah, man. T, I appreciate you again, man. You know, that's my... One of my good friends, long time, man. This ain't no stranger right here. And don't continue to be no stranger. Oh, of course not. Now, I'm almost going to have to uh, double back. And you might have to help me go live one good time. I might do it on TikTok. I told you. Look, you you said you would do that. I'm with you. Just let me know. Okay. Okay. I'm going to have to think on it. I think the next, we're going to do one within the next two weeks. I want to go live on TikTok. I just don't want to do it by myself. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm with it. I'm with it. You know I'm down for it. I'm down for it, man. But... I need you to help break me in. <laughs> I got you. I got you. We go. We go get it together. We go talk off camera. We go talk. Okay. Sounds All right, y'all. This TNT Sports Podcast episode number one hundred twenty-two. Man, y'all have a good day. Good morning. Thanks, T. All right. Tell your wife I said good night. <laughs>